0: Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. All right. I wanted to have some fun there and just enjoy the fact that we are outdoors. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but did you know that uh, football camp starts this week or in the coming weeks? And uh, it's time to have a good time. So we're, that's exactly what we're doing. And I'm grabbing a, uh, a text because I want to share something very, very special with you guys. <clears throat> this last week, uh, last Sunday, in fact, I think it was last Sunday, right? A family member of ours, uh, Caleb Batista, and his girlfriend were hanging out. And um, all of a sudden, his girlfriend named Summer just completely uh, went into cardiac arrest. And um, it it was a it was a tragic moment. Caleb was right next to her, and the the amazing thing is is that he was right next to her, and he realized that she had gone into cardiac arrest. She was not breathing. She was not uh, didn't have a pulse, and um, immediately he started CPR. And for the last week, Summer has been in intensive care, and we have all been praying for her. We have all been just asking God to do a miracle and here's here's what Caleb uh, said uh, just this last in the last day or two he said thank you so much for your prayers and support all have been greatly received miracles have always been something that I've believed in but never experienced firsthand well I can 100% say without any doubt or presupposition that Sunday afternoon I basically watched my girlfriend's life sucked out of her body. And today, five days later, I was talking to her face-to-face in her hospital bed. Yeah. Yeah. It says, I really can't wait to use this miracle as a way to start conversation on how awesome our God is. As much as I love where I live, this community is skeptical, to say the least, <clears throat> at the simple utterance of the name of Jesus. Well, here it comes, Ocean Beach. <clears throat> his name will be heard and glory will be his. Because I've got the proof firsthand. Thank you again, Kayla Bautista. And I'll go ahead and say Summer approves of this message. Summer is doing very, very well. Has shown everything to be completely healed. Yeah. I wanted to share that because miracles do happen. Miracles are happening. God is moving, and He's doing some pretty amazing things in our church. And I'm just very, very excited about that. And uh, I, I think we need to hear that. We need to continue to pray for Summer. Pray that uh, God will completely heal everything. She has one more test. All these tests have been done on her. And uh, when she went in, she wasn't, I mean, it was looking bad. And and all the tests have been uh, very, very, very positive as far as going forward in in her health. And she has one more test on her heart. And we're praying that that is just 100% clear and proves that God is doing miracles. And so we're very, very excited about that. Amen. Amen. Yeah, if you're parents and you're hanging out and you got one of these sheets, we just want to encourage you to use them. We are so about children, and we're so about partnering with parents. Uh, there is a link on there that you can get, and it on that link is the, the, the video lesson for the, the, the pages that you see that you've been handed today. So we just encourage you to use those. They're available online as well. So if you're visiting with us online, we're excited that you're here, and use those for your kids because we want to see kids grow in their faith with God. Well, we have been on a series and it's, last week was the beginning of the series called Together. And today I want to talk about the power of together. Last week we talked simply about that what brings us together is our faith and by by believing in Jesus we belong to a family and that family puts us together. And that's why we're gathered here today. And I'm excited about that. And today I want to talk about these two questions that I think are 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 begging to be answered when we talk about being together. Why should we be together to accomplish God's work? Why should we be together to accomplish God's work? Why do we unapologetically expect all people who call Journey home to be involved? Why do we unapologetically expect all people who call Journey home to be involved? Why do we want everyone in a car here today to be involved in the mission, to be involved in the ministry of reaching this community for Christ? It's simply this. The big truth is this, is because we are only capable of doing our best if we are all involved. you say amen? Yeah. Honk your horns. <clears throat> the big reason, the only reason, that God wants us to be together and to do what we are called to do and to be who we are called to be is because we are only capable of doing our, reaching our full potential and doing our best if we are all together. And that's the value of being together. It's not just gathering in cars. It's, it's understanding who we are. Have you guys seen the Avengers movies? Have you seen like Thor? Have you seen uh, um, uh, Iron Man? Captain America? Isn't it interesting that those heroes are all fighting this battle. And, and it looks like they are by themselves able to defeat any enemy. Isn't it? Isn't it true? Isn't it amazing that you can watch these guys and bullets are flying everywhere, but nothing ever hits them? Well, some hit them, but because they're bulletproof, they but that's a a wrong picture of what it takes to accomplish great things. That's not a good picture of what it accomplish, what it takes to accomplish great things. It means when when you see the Avengers coming together together. When you see the the Avengers come together and they start battling together, it's interesting what happens in those movies. It's interesting that each of them with their strengths brings the ability to defeat whatever is trying to destroy the world. Isn't it amazing? And so it's amazing that the Hulk cannot defeat the, the ultimate enemy of the world unless Iron Man and Captain America and all these other heroes of the Avengers come together. And when they come together, it it brings a little bit more reality to the truth that if we want to accomplish something great, if we want to do something that's significant, we need to be together. We need to work together. We need to have everything put together. When I started studying this message, I had in mind in, in, that, man, God really needs a whole lot of numbers. He needs the more people, the better. The, the more numbers, the better. And I I I I thought that when I started studying. And then I realized God doesn't need any amount of numbers. He can use one person. He he used Moses and a staff to, to, to part the Red Sea. It didn't he didn't get like everybody, all the Israelites together and they started bailing water so that No, that didn't happen. It was one person who had faith to put out his staff and the sea separated. It doesn't take numbers when your God is all-powerful in himself. In other words, he could, if he wanted to, just use one of us to do great things. And sometimes he does. I'm not saying he doesn't. It take, sometimes he used the power of two. Moses and Aaron, Elijah and Elisha, Moses and Joshua, David and Jonathan. In, in, in some cases, he used the power of many. In the, in the New Testament, he uses the power of many more than he uses the power of one. And he uses the power of many through the disciples and ultimately through the church. But I want you to understand that when he does those kinds of things, he does them so that his glory or his power is realized by others around. He uses single people. He uses uh, pairs of people. He uses groups of people to do great things. But at the end of the day, Here's what we need to understand, is why we need to be together, is because God designed the church to be a group of people that comes together, all gifted differently, to accomplish something great. He uses each and every one of us to accomplish something great. Numbers mean a lot when you're a limited individual. I'll admit this, and I have a story... I'm not going to tell the whole story, but there was a day when I burnt out. And it was I was a pastor, and I burnt out so bad that I could not even function. I could not even. I was barely able to sweep a floor uh, at a at a carpentry shop. And I burnt out because of my pride. I burnt out because I wouldn't listen to people around me that were saying you're doing too much. I actually thought I was Thor. I actually thought I was the Iron Man. I thought I was this guy that could do it all. And I could take all the bullets, and I could take all the hits, and I could do all this stuff. But the truth is, I couldn't. I needed more people in my life. I needed more people around me. I needed more people. We needed to work together. And the problem was, it was I, me, and mine. Not we, ours, and us together. There was too much of this I language and there was not enough of this we language. And what happened in my life can happen in your life if you choose or we choose to be involved in things or do, try and do too much. And it's for that reason that I want to talk to you today about the power of together, the power of what God can do when you and I decide that we are fully going to engage our giftings, our talents, our abilities, everything that we have so that we can see people in our community, and in this county, reach with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. It's that power. Amen. Amen. Even though there's one honk. Have you ever felt incomplete? You ever felt like you didn't have it all? You ever felt like you didn't have it all to do? That you were asked to do something, and and, uh, all of a sudden you realize, man, I don't have that skill set. I don't have that education. I don't have that gifting. I don't have that ability. I, 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 I don't have what it takes to, to reach the pinnacle of what I'm being asked to do. If we've ever felt incomplete, I want you to honk your horn. Yeah. All right. I'm not, I'm not preaching to the choir. I'm preaching I'm, uh, or maybe I am preaching to the choir, but you guys get it. We need each other. Part of me is missing. Part of me is missing when we're not together. This this pandemic has has pulled us apart in some respect, but it's also pulled us together in many other respects and it's starting to pull us together now and it's starting to say, okay, if we can't be in there, we can be out here. If we can be out here, then who do we need to pull together to make this happen? Who who has the giftings, who has the talents and all those kinds of things? And it goes far beyond this to reach this community for Christ. And I'm so excited about that. The enemy together of together are the words I, me, and mine, like I said. The ally of together are the words we, ours, us, and together. I hope that when you talk about Journey Church, you say our church. Us together as Journey Church instead of your church or that church. I hope that you're owning the responsibility of being a part of the body of Christ there's a great passage of scripture in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 8, and it says this, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies this living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, And perfect will. Now, listen to this. This is powerful. For by the grace given me, I say to each one, every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. This passage is a clear description of the value and and importance of us being together for the purpose of doing what God has called us to do. I know that for me as a pastor, we see, I have a huge vision and a big passion to see our community reached for Christ, to see what we can do to touch the hearts and lives of those around us. But we cannot, I cannot touch what our potential is by myself. None of us, just the few of us uh, around here that, that even put this together today. Yes, our, our voice is far-reaching. Yes, our potential is high, but our potential goes even higher as soon as every car here is representative of the gifting and talent that God has given you and put into work for the gospel's sake of, of, of Christ. And when we do that, it becomes a powerful, powerful reality of what we can achieve. Let's look back at this passage and say, and and look at verse 3. It says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. (laughs) That's a challenge right there, isn't it? In in other words, don't be conceited. don't Don't overrate yourself. But rather, think of yourself with sober judgment. Be real. Be honest, be true. One of the things that I was denying in my life when I, when I went through that burnout was I wasn't telling the truth about myself. I wasn't being honest with myself and saying, man, I feel insecure. Man, I feel like I don't have the skill set to do that. Man, I feel like I, I, I wouldn't admit that I couldn't do everything. And maybe, I, I'm assuming you're wiser than me because it took a hard fall for me to realize that I needed everybody around me to accomplish what God was putting on my heart and to see what God could do and to see the passion and, the, and, the, and the, the growth that could happen when everyone's involved rather than just me. And I burn out. I crashed hard. And I wasn't willing to think of myself with sober judgment. And, it, and, and then it says, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. In other words, all of us have been given something by God to make a difference with. All of us have been given something significant to make a difference with. And all of us, there's no such thing as a bench in Christianity. You know how you have extra players sitting on the bench just kind of waiting to get called in? There's no such thing. Everybody's in the game. Everybody's involved. Whether you're uh, two years old or 92 years old, it doesn't matter. Everybody's in the game. Everybody's involved. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. But this idea of, of evaluation, take a, so, take a look at ourselves, think of ourselves. We have to look at ourselves and say, am, what am I gifted at? And what am I not gifted at? You know what the blessing is? It, 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 what I have went through is I can finally say, I, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. And I shouldn't be doing that. And, and because I, I'm not doing that, it makes room for somebody else to do it and do it better. I'm so glad for the people that we have that are involved in ministry because they're more gifted at the things that I'm not gifted at. And that's important for us to understand. It's important for us to understand that we are one body. We're not separate. And again, when you think you're the answer to everything, you kind of become your own sense of your own body. I'm it. I'm everything. And that doesn't work. But Ephesians four five and uh, four and five says this. There is one body and one spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. There is one body and we belong to it. Look at your neighbor, either in your car or in the car next to you and say, one body. You belong to me, I belong to you, and we depend on each other. Amen? Amen. Amen. I love that. For those of you online, you probably couldn't hear me say that because of the great honking that's going on here. Never thought I'd say that from the stage. Verse 4 says this, Just as each each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. Here's a great statement that you may want to write down or you may want to remember, is that function follows form. Function follows form. So if I have a screwdriver in my hand, the function of that screwdriver is dependent upon its form. If I chose to use it as a hammer, it's going to be rather ineffective to hammer nails. But if I choose to screw in screws with it, it's going to be very effective. And so the form of something determines its function. You, all of us, have been given a design, a form, a shape. And it's important that we discover this. It's one of the commitments that we have as a church is to help everyone in our church discover your shape, your form, your 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 identity in Christ. And when we do that, it's powerful. Now, here's the problem in today's world. We kind of have this hero mentality or this star mentality, and everybody wants to be something that maybe they're not. It's one of the things I love about America's Got Talent or... Um, Uh, uh, one of the 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 singing uh um what's what's the one called um the voice or all those shows where there's honest judgment about their giftings and abilities i think some of us need that right if i told you right now that i'm a vocalist and that i can belt out a song and i start belting something out i hope that you would be the simon cowell that says pastor stay with your day job don't try and do something you're not gifted at doing because that's not my gift. Listen to 1 Corinthians 12, 15 through 20. It really describes it well. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. That's powerful right there. Just as he wanted them to be. You belong. You belong in, a, in the body. You belong in a part of the body. Whether you're online or you're here in this parking lot, you belong. There is a place That has been designed not by me, not by any individual in in this parking lot, but by God. The creator of the universe has put in you a part of the body that is valuable, that is important, that is significant. And that is why we need to be together. That is what brings us together is your gift, your talent, your skill set. So that we can be as highly effective in reaching this community for Christ. And we believe that God is going to do, put us all together in a powerful, powerful way. Amen, amen, amen. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. One body. There are many parts. I love that there are many cars in this parking lot, because as a result, it's obvious that God is putting something significant and powerful and Our potential is way up there, way up there to make a huge difference in our community. But let me say this. You cannot dream up your own gift. You cannot create your own gift. You have to discover your own gift. You have to discover who you are. You have to discover what you're gifted at. You have to discover where you belong. And, And the way you do that, the way I've done it, is I try. I try. I try something. And I find out, you know, I, and, and this is probably a crazy admission from your pastor, but I do not belong in children's ministry. Because my idea of children's ministry is duct tape and Velcro. Okay? That's not a good idea of children's ministry. Okay? I, I, I'm just, I, that's not my fit. It's Rebecca's fit. It's many of your fit that you belong in children's ministry, and we want as many people involved in, in children's ministry in the harbor as we can possibly get. But only if you belong there. But you do belong somewhere. You do belong somewhere. And that's what we want to help you find. The success of the church is dependent upon all of us finding our place and fulfilling our call. Are you willing to find your place and fulfill your call? Are you willing to do whatever it takes to discover who you are as God has created you and put that gift and that talent into God's hands and let him use you? for the kingdom. Amen. 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 Verse 5 says this, so in Christ, though many, so in Christ we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. I just I want you to hear this. I hope that this encourages you. You belong. You belong. You have a place You belong in this body at Journey Church Ventura. And I realize the church is a big, big church. It's a worldwide church. And there may be a place that God is calling you to. But if you call this home, you belong. And we will never, ever reject you. We will always search and discover and help you find a place that you feel valuable, that you feel fulfilled, and that you find energy from understanding that God is calling you and wanting to use you for his sake and to accomplish great things. Amen. Verse six says this. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If if it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching then teach. If it is to encourage then give encouragement. If it is giving then give generously. If it is to lead do it diligently. If it is to show mercy do it cheerfully. Nike made a a a, a little phrase famous by saying just do it. And the bottom line is that's what Jesus is saying. That's what Paul's saying to the Corinthians right now is just do it. Stop waiting, stop Stop going, oh, I don't know, I don't, I. try something. Just do something with your life. If you find something that fulfills you and gives you energy and gives you strength, I'll tell you what, here's the best way to find out where you're gifted is God's going to give you something that gives you energy, not waste you, not takes it all out of you. He's going to fulfill you and give you fulfillment and energy. And so if you're doing something and by the time you're done with it, you're going, oh, I hate the world. You go home and you kick the dog and you scream at the the family. That's not your gift. Because you haven't been energized by it. You haven't been encouraged. I'm not saying every gift is easy. I'm not saying everything that you do is going to be simple. But I'm saying this, that when you do it, you're going to go home and go, oh, that was so good. That was so fulfilling. I'm ready to do it again. I'm ready to do it again. And if we do that and we find that place, then our potential as a church continues to rise. Our potential as a church continues to go up and up and up as we continue to fulfill God's plan and continue to fulfill God's will in reaching our community for Christ. There is no stopping a church where everyone is involved. You know, the, the, the law of most churches, as I've, I'm kind of a church uh, nerd and I study all this stuff, The law of most churches is that 20% of the people do 80% of the work. That's not okay. That's not okay. What we want is to see at least that completely flipped. No, 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 hold on a second. We don't want 80% of the people only doing 20% of the work, right? We want want 80% of the people doing 100% of the work. Because the other 20%... The other 20% are people that have yet to discover God's love, grace, and forgiveness, right? And so we want to see some great things happen. And I believe that the power of together is when you and I discover who we are. We discover exactly what we're gifted to do and then do it. Give ourselves to it and allow the Holy Spirit to move past that because your gift is is powered by the Holy Spirit. Your gift is powered by the creator of the universe. The one who made the stars and the earth and everything in it is the one who's put the power in your life. The one who's put the power in your gift. And when we move in the gift, man, nothing can stop us. Nothing can change us. And I just love the fact that we are the church. A Journey, we want everyone to be fulfilled. We don't want anyone to go unfulfilled. If you're feeling empty or incomplete, it it might be because you're not in the right place or maybe because you don't have enough people around you doing what needs to be done. And we need to continue to gather people around us. We are the church. Our destiny and success depends on each of us, not just some of us. On every one of us. And and I I hope you hear my voice. We are unapologetically expecting everybody who calls Journey Home to find a place to serve and to get involved and to do what God's calling you to do. And when you do, you won't regret it. Will you plug in? And I realize right now we're a little bit limited in some respects, but in other respects we have all kinds of opportunities in technical world and worship and greeting and setting up and all these kinds of things on a weekend. The best thing you can do right now that all of us are called to do is invite somebody invite somebody to come here and be a part of this drive-in invite somebody to be online with us and be a part of of this online experience no matter what we are continuing to move forward as a church and see our potential grow and see what we can do and i believe god is calling all of us right now i want to pray with you right now and i want to ask that god would just speak to your heart and put it in your heart to begin to discover who god has made you to be lord i pray that the power of your holy spirit would reach into the hearts and lives of every person in this parking lot, every person that's online, and that you would allow us to experience how you have designed us, how you have called us, what you have called us to be. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that everybody in this parking lot and everybody online that will watch this video, that in the name of Jesus, you will begin to put in their hearts the passion, the hunger, the thirst to fulfill the, the shape that you've made them to be. No matter what part of the body they are, Lord, I believe that they are significant, they are valued, that they belong, and that we are called to experience the fullness of who you are, Lord. And I pray most importantly that you help us to fulfill your mission. Lord, you've asked us to enter into the journeys of those that have yet to discover your love, grace, and forgiveness. And I pray that you help us Lord, to reach those that don't know your love, grace, and forgiveness. Help us to reach the ha- those that have yet to know you and love you and experience your love. And I pray that you use our gifting, our ability, our skill set, whatever you've prepared, however you've designed us. Lord, make us into your image and to fulfill your purpose as a church. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you. Thank you for allowing us to love you. And experience your love. Maybe you're with us today. And you have yet to ex- discover Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior. And right now you're ready. To accept him as your Lord. You're ready to accept him as the one. Who has died on the cross. So that your sins can be forgiven. Has risen from the dead. So that you can live eternal life. And has uh, empowered you. With the power of his Holy Spirit. To give you strength. To go through this life. And to fulfill your purpose. If you're here today and you're ready to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on a cross for my sins. And I ask that you forgive me of my sins today. And I accept your forgiveness based on the work that you did on the cross. And I believe that you rose from the dead and that you promise eternal life. And I look forward to spending eternity with you. And I commit to follow you for the rest of my life. I pray this in Jesus' name, and I thank you for saving me, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. And if you prayed that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, we just invite you to go online, hit connect, and let us know that you accepted Jesus today. Because we want to commit to help you grow in your faith, in your walk with Jesus Christ. And so go online. Now, here's the last thing I want to ask you to do. We're going to do something crazy next week. We're going to do... I'm believing for something nuts and, and just crazy. I'm believing that we can raise $5,000 next week because I believe together we can be ridiculously generous so that... What, what's the $5,000 for? It's so that we can buy 50000 dollars Gift cards, grocery cards for single parents. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I want you to pray. And whatever God puts on your heart, there's no large gift, there's no small gift. Everything is, I, I like this saying, it's not equal giving, it's equal sacrifice, right? It's what God puts on your heart. And so I believe that single parents. Most single parents, for, for the most part, are some of the most impacted by this, by this experience that we've gone through, by losing their jobs, by losing their opportunities to work. And so we want to support them next week. And here's the other thing I want you to pray about. And by next week, we'll have this ready for you. But if you know of a single parent, what we want to do is we're going to collect these $5, 000, this $5,000, we're going to go buy the cards, and then we're going to give them to you to go give to the single parent that you may know needs help. And so we're going to make that available the following week. And so we're going to see some cool things happen. But right now, I just want you to pray. Next week, come ready with a check, cash, or online giving. And we're just going to bless at least, at least 50 single parents with a $100 gift card. All right? So pray about that. Be ready for that. And we're going to see some great, great things happen. Ron, lead us out in worship. God bless you. We love you guys. Thanks for being here today.